0: Welcome to Advisors Anon, where expertise, knowledge and experience are sought from the world's leading thinkers and performers in professional services, and all of it anonymously. Their purpose is to openly share with no ulterior motive. And today's topic is focused around how to allow your team to work where and where they like, and trusting your team as they are far better than you think they are. So, Mr. Anima Speaker, without naming yourself or your business, why should the audience listen to you? Please give us some credibility.
1: I've ran uh, three businesses for over twenty years. Uh, All three businesses have. Uh, started from uh, best part of nothing and have grown and recruited exceptional team members and ultimately have uh, got me into a position where I am leading a life that's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but a life that is uh, far superior to that, to one that I thought I would ha- ever have when I was growing up.
0: That sounds absolutely wonderful. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. So why is today's um, topic so important to you?
1: Ever since I started in business, I have been passionate about developing myself. I've done lots of personal development work around uh, improving my emotions and the knowledge that I've got, and also helping inspire other people that work for me, as well as their customers, uh, to be the best that they want to be. And I take a massive uh, amount of pride, of inspiration, of Uh, enjoyment out of helping people including myself to uh, to develop and that's the real connection when I'm working with uh, customers both in in any of the businesses the, the real magic is when you see the glint in their eye or the smile on their face when there's a sudden realization or there's a learning that takes them through the glass ceiling that they've perhaps been suffering from onto the next level and there's a real buzz from that I would I would do that for free
0: so how does that link in then to your topic today of how to allow your team to work where and when they like?
1: So the topic around allowing people to work wherever when, and wherever and when they like, I think when we talk to, or when I talk to lots of business owners, they have this limiting belief around what they need to do and the way their team works. So it goes back right to the industrial age when we used to make people work in factories and they used to have to clock on and clock off. And Uh, all of the authoritarian nature of that and the meetings that people used to have and the fact that you used to have to put your coat on the back of the chair to prove that you was in the office so there was a presenteeism around the inputs that people had into their business rather than the outputs that they were getting out so all of these business owners majority of business owners in the countries believe that they've got to be able to see somebody they've got to be able to see the people that's working for them so they can whip them and make them work micromanage them into doing the job Uh, and ultimately that That's not true. I don't believe that's true. For me, the people that work for me, the people that come and work for the majority of organizations, they are brilliant people outside of work. They have lives. They have people die. They buy houses. They go on holiday. They have all these sort of They have babies that they need to look after. They have all these things that are going on. And then they turn up at work and we treat them as idiots. We tell them exactly what it is that they've got to do. They've got to be at the desk at nine o'clock. They've got a clock off. They can't look at Facebook. They can't. There's 101 rules that we've created in order for them not to be a part uh, for them not to uh, be something that we don't want them to be so we mistrust them whereas if you take people and say right okay these people are all human they all have their flaws but generally speaking they're coming and wanting to work to your organization in order to improve what it is that you're doing and you trust them to do it then what you'll get is faster efficiencies because you don't have to have the rules people come up with new ideas they expand the, the overall knowledge of the organization and then that trust that you give them then flows out into the customers. And it just, for me, it just seems an absolute common sense way of working. The old fashioned way of people clocking on and clocking off and doing this and doing that just seems completely uh, abstract
0: to me now. So the first point I'd like to, I didn't realize you were that old that you were actually in, in the factories many, many years ago. So um, thanks for sharing with that. So this is you mentioned the word mistrust and also you mentioned the word trust and there's a lot of business owners managers who are fearful of letting their team or sorry to trust their team you know have a um a space to work in which is not going to be as you say on the clock so how do you get over this kind of distrust issue or your own mistrust issue
1: so the way most business owners work, and I, I know that I fall into this trap as well, is that something happens, something goes wrong. And then instead of looking at what's gone wrong or the person that's created that mistake, if we can call it a mistake, what they what they do is they, they create a system or they create rules that, What should we say? They upset the 95% of the team members that are doing it correctly in order to control that 5%. Now, we are really, really good at this as human beings. We focus on the things that are going wrong, the mistakes that we make, we beat ourselves up about it and all the rest of it. What we need to do is become conscious of that and then flip it round and look at the good stuff. Look at the 95% of the things that are positive. Show some gratitude for what is happening within your life and within your workplace. And the more you focus on that, the more you become conscious of that, the easier it is to trust people. Another way of doing it is to show some vulnerability around yourself as your business, as the business owner, as the leader, you mentally, you know, everything that is going on within your organization. And however much you think you share that with your team, your team never truly obviously know as much as you do. So they don't know whether you're going to walk into the office this morning or walk into the off uh, the factory this morning and make people redundant. You can say that you're not going to do it, but there's always that element of doubt in the back of the team members mind so we've always got that upper hand if you want to call it that over and above your team members so the more vulnerable you can be the more Conscious, you can be about the way that your emotions and your attitude affects the team. The more you can share about your own insecurities, will increase the trust, will increase the respect, and ultimately the commitment of your team members. In order for them to grow with you, and the really big thing, and this is not my analogy; it's been used 101 times before. We as business owners very often think that we're playing singles with the opposite with our team members, so we're on the opposite side of the tennis net and we're batting the ball backwards and forwards it's a it's a a competition with the team whereas mentally what we should be doing is thinking about we're playing the game together so it's a doubles conversation and we might be fighting and playing the competition but we're on the same side it's a bit like going for a walk if you're going into a situation with a team member and you're confronting them face to face, that's combative and it's never gonna be productive. Whereas if you think about yourself going on a walk, going on a journey with your team members and you're holding hands or skipping along or whatever it is that you might choose to be, you will ultimately take everybody with you and ultimately get to your destination far quicker.
0: So obviously during um, lockdown, Bosses and management have had to um, trust their employees to work from home if they weren't they weren't fully, Okay, so obviously they've had to kind of trust employees to kind of work from home and do their work. Now, in your organisation, while mentioning it. How does go into the detail? How does it work in in your business?
1: So just I'll pick you up on that word first. You use the word obviously. I don't I don't I don't accept that so with lots of business owners and people within the communities that I work with they, they haven't trusted their team at all yeah. they've had all sorts of challenges around uh, work logs and writing stuff down about what they're doing I know of people that are talking about putting tracking software on team members computer so they it's crazy so they can see what buttons they're pressing on their personal computers at home and, and monitoring them and they've got them I know of uh, I know of of, of businesses that have said that they've shut, that they've said that they've turned to, te- to put their team members at home and they haven't, they've had the windows closed and they've made the team members come in in order to do the jobs that they should be doing from home. So there's a massive amount of mistrust there from business owners. And I know COVID and the situation has forced them into situations that they didn't want to go in, but there's a huge amount of them that can't wait to get the, get the team members back in the office so they can see what it is Uh, that they're doing now ultimately within the businesses that i work as i say they can work wherever they like and whenever they like so in march 2020 when we got shut down basically they came in the following morning they picked up their personal possessions that they didn't want to leave in the office and they went and worked from home and because we've been working that way since late 2000s they all had their objectives they knew what their outputs was they knew what their roles and responsibilities was we was already communicating with the team uh, virtually, so it basically they just stepped out of the office and carried on as they were on the previous day. Now I'm not going to sit here and say it works as well because I think there's a there's a there's a danger to the culture. It is, it's very difficult to create the small talk uh, and the bonding when people work. Uh, separately you have to work at it far more than what you do if you walk into the office or walk into the workplace and you can have a conversation about what happened on EastEnders last night so you have to make the effort to do it but ultimately um, as long as you've trusted them you've defined what it is that you want them to do it's basic economic you pay somebody in return for an output and uh, as long as you've got clarity over what that is I can't see any reason why they can't deliver it
0: perfect so you mentioned before about efficiencies um so in your business by allowing them by trusting them to do where they want to work from whatever it is have you seen your efficiency rates go up
1: massively so So i
0: can you quantify that into kind of percentages or value please
1: um percentages or values i know and I, i I haven't got the numbers to hand, but I know that the teams within the businesses uh, produce more work than comparative uh, businesses in the same industry because of the benchmarking processes that we go through in order to continually to look at improvements. But it's only a matter of commons. For me, it's a matter of common sense. Can we work more efficiently? If we have less rules, less guidelines, less things that we have to follow, less T's that we've got to cross, less I's that we've got to dot. So we can, as long as we're acting legally, don't get me wrong. So there's got to be some rules. We've got to act within the parameters that we are set out on within the industry. But as long as we're working within those parameters, the the more trusting that we can be, the the less guidelines that we have. We've got to act. We've got to be able to act uh, efficiently.
0: And in your sector, well, I mentioned sector, obviously, it's um, unusual to allow the people to do what they, they do. And I know in your business that, you know, they have the opportunity to earn more money by getting their output out per month. So therefore, that's kind of wherever they want to work, whatever time they want to work, as long as they're hitting a certain amount of revenue per month, they hit that target and they could earn more money as well. Can you explain a bit more about that,
1: please? Again, for me, that makes common sense. So if if I'm paying a team member £1,000 a month, for example, and they are producing £5,000 worth of output, if they continually produce £6,000 worth of air put per month, then they are justifiably to come back to me and say, okay, your return on my investment or your return on your investment in me is higher than what it was six months ago because of the efficiencies that I've introduced. I've got better. I've done training. I've developed personally. I've developed better scripts with their customers. And therefore, I'm not expecting the whole of the £1,000 extra, obviously, because you've got to make more profit out of the situation. But it was a £1,000 for £5,000. How about... we?" agree, £1,300 for £6,000. And that connection between what they are delivering for the business, the outputs, the success that they're delivering for the business, they share in that success. Now, I've always been a firm believer that somebody should be paid for what they produce individually And then as an organization, if the organization produces more than the sum of the parts, then any bonus, because we're working together as a team, then that should be uh, shared across the individuals as well. So there's always two points, commercial salary for commercial output. And then as an organization, if there's anything left over as a bonus, we go over over and above the sum of the equal parts, then we uh, distribute that as a bonus.
0: So they can work the hours they want to where they want to, as long as they um, hit the uh, pounds value per month. And if they hit over that target, they get a bonus individually. Fantastic. How does this, um, how does, regarding team communication and accountability, how how does that work?
1: So communication, we use, uh, well, various things. Microsoft Teams uh, is the number one, really, fundamentally, obviously, email uh, and Uh, Just as importantly and often forgotten, especially in these day and ages, is, is picking up the telephone and having a conversation with somebody on the phone because you get a different conversation with somebody on the phone than you get on Teams. So as I said at the beginning, communication is is vital Uh, within this system all meetings are voluntary so i can't make somebody come to a meeting and therefore that drives you to make the meetings good enough for somebody to come along to it because if they come along and they get value out of it it helps them work better more productively and therefore they get more money so all the systems work exactly the same other than the conversations or the meetings are voluntary now as i said at the beginning it's sometimes it's it's more of a challenge because you're not in the office or in the workplace, you can't just sort of wander up to somebody's desk and say, What do you think about this or what do you think about that or at uh, lastminute.com like I used to be and say, Oh, I need this for five o'clock. Can you do it now? Because you don't ultimately you don't know where they're working or when they're working. So yeah. everybody has to be more organized. Now that is certainly a challenge to start with, but once you get into the process. Again, it's a much, much more easier, more relaxed way, a less pressured way of delivering a service to the customer. And because it's less pressure, less uh, under pressure, then the team are more relaxed and the customers, in my opinion, get a better service.
0: So the communication to your customers has not suffered?
1: Not, not at all. There was a couple of occasions at the beginning where customers commented that it was. However, when we looked at it and analysed it, both of those situations it would have happened if the team were in the office anyway so it was just basically it was a a mistake it wasn't a mistake because of them being allowed to work wherever they like whenever they like there are some rules around communication so Um, all emails have to be replied to in 24 hours all telephone calls have to be returned in three working hours so we've still got those parameters we can't just disappear for a year and not do any work and then do it all on day 365 we've got to obviously look after our customers but whether we want to do that stood outside of marks and spencers in leicester or do it sat in a desk wherever we are it makes absolutely no difference to me
0: and have have team members um, enjoyed the
1: journey have they felt less stressful i will say very much to that and every time we talk about going back to the old way uh, there is a, a threatened mutiny however there are always learnings that we can have there are always situations where people can get pressured so and to a degree this depends on personality type so i've got people that work for me they know they've got to produce four thousand pounds a month And they'll produce a thousand pounds in week one, a thousand pounds in week two, a thousand pounds in week four etc etc i also have people work for me that don't do anything in week one do very little in week two they start to do work in week three and then they produce three thousand two hundred pounds with a work in week four we have a conversation they say oh yeah never going to happen again and then in week one they're tired because they've just produced all that work in week four so they do very little they then do a bit more and they go around that cycle so we are all human Uh, there's no sort of defined way of doing it and i'm not saying that that way is any better or worse than the that i know which way i prefer but that's that's just the way they work so it doesn't remove it's not a perfect system by any stretch of the imagination there is still pressure uh, to deliver depending on how people set that up and it. but as i say uh, the the team every time we look at it and think oh it's not quite working or it could work better and i threaten to withdraw it uh, as i say mutiny is threatened so
0: you started off this um podcast by saying about you know you're in a very fortunate position because of this that and the other and the hours you're working and then you went on to say about having gratitude for the team showing yourself as a leader and being vulnerable so my final question is how has allowing to how allowing a team to work where and where they like when they like had an effect on you from a business point of view and from a personal point of view
1: so let me i'll I'll just share a quick story if i can so what one of the ways if if you have got people that are clock watching they're on the clock and you're making them you're whipping them to work harder and harder whenever you walk into the office environment or you're working to the walk into the workplace they'll all have their heads down. they'll all be working and they won't want to talk to you under this system because they can work whenever they like whenever they like if you walk into the office they can have a conversation now I know that because of those conversations, I learn things about the team members that I wouldn't learn if they had got their nose to the grindstone. And if you listen to what they're telling you, you'll pick up things that they need, things that they want, and then you can reward them with those personal needs and wants rather than just chucking 50 quid at them because it's the easy thing to do. So it might be somebody that's got, uh, they need some chocolate, or they might need an afternoon off to go to a sports day, or they might need to uh, an aeroplane ticket to go and see somebody that's not very or whatever it is and if you're listening and paying attention to it then you can give them what it is that they want rather than the lazy 50 quid and therefore you'll get the gratitude back they will be grateful and ultimately they'll be more connected and more committed to the organization now for me personally when i see people get that and as i said at the beginning of the conversation is that twinkle in the eye, it's that little tiny smile on their face and you know that you're connected with them then that is the true walking hand in hand walking side by side with everybody that comes into connect contact with your organization in order to achieve the things that they want to and you want to achieve
0: and so therefore get that from business and a bit of personal and how is how is this kind of way of working effective you personally More time or
1: more time off? Massive. So I I talk about this all the time. I've got uh, two young children. Uh, I've never missed a nativity play. I've never missed a parents evening. I've never missed a sports day. I get the weekends to go. I pick them up from school most evenings. Uh, So at at half past three, I'll go and pick them up from school. I get the opportunity to take them to school, uh, etc. So uh, as much as I am a working father and uh, I am very committed to the job and the role that I do, I I can be flexible around both of those two children and uh, my wife as well in order to be, I'm going to say where I need to be when I need to be there, but I don't need to be there. Obviously I want to to be there. Uh, And that, opportunity also expands out to the team so if they want to be at the sports day next week or at the christmas nativity play then they can take that time without seeking god's permission to give them the ability to go and watch the nativity play they could just go and and watch the nativity play and then they can work in the evening or they can work the following morning or or, or whatever so yeah it um but it's I'll very often describe it as a grown-up way of working. So we are all adults. We are all grown-up. And if we treat each other as grown-ups, then that can only be a positive thing.
0: No, I love it. I love the fact that the, the trust that you've given, and as you said, humans and adults and doing what they, what they want to do, when they want to do it, it's going to have an effect on, for the business and for the personal side, uh, for, for you and for them. So on that note, thank you, Mr. Uh, Anonymous Advisor. And if you want to allow your team to work where and when they like, then put it in place.